I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Utah Jazz are back on the road as they're competing in one of nine games today as part of the NBA celebration of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. Today's game sees the Jazz back in the land of 10,000 lakes to take on the 22 and 22 Minnesota Timberwolves. They trailed by 17 at the end of one, 10 at the half. Clarkson in the lane, floats it. We're tied for the first time tonight at 90. 9.58 to play. Team 49 is recovering from a heartbreak Saturday night in Vivint Arena in what was a one-point loss to the 76ers. The team and fans should be proud of their performance as they were shorthanded against one of the NBA's best. Tonight, the Jazz will take on a Western Conference divisional foe in the Minnesota Timberwolves with rising star Anthony Edwards. Take note, Jazz fans, it's time for tip-off as Mike Conley and the Utah Jazz take on Rudy Gobert and the Minnesota Timberwolves next on Jazz Basketball. It's the nonstop NBA. And tip-off is now. David, I'm not going to be watching Rudy well, and, and Kessler. I'm not concerned it's going to be the guard line of, of the Minnesota Timberwolves against the Jazz guard line with Russell and Anthony Edwards. D'Angelo Russell has had really good career success against Mike Conley, so that is worth watching. We're in the opening possession of the game. Timberwolves get the ball knocked out of bounds. Here's Edwards, their leading scorer for a 19-foot jump shot. Back rim, no good. Mike Conley goes up with two rebounds high for it. Purple uniforms tonight for the Utah Jazz. Mike's got purple shoes to match. He's color-coded all the way through. Left side, Beasley. Left wing, Kessler. Beasley gets it back. Gives to Kessler on the roll. Flips it back out to Conley for an angle right catch and shoot three. That's good. Mike Conley. Tell you what, that's probably the best ball movement the Jazz have had in three or four ball games. That was great possession there. Minnesota will force you into ball movement. They'll trap the ball. They're willing to put two guys on it. They want to wreck havoc. Here's Jaden McDaniel, the third-year player, 15-footer. Short, ricochets off the hand of Vanderbilt all the way back to Kyle Anderson. Anderson with a step-back hesitation three. That's his natural shot. No good. Rebound tapped around. Kessler has it. Surprised he didn't get that shot blocked a lot because it takes him a long time once he gets into a shooting motion to even get the shot off. Well, he doesn't take it very often would probably be the first thing. He needs he needs a space. Whole, he needs a lake between him and his defender if we're going to use well, a Minnesota. Well, 10,000 of them up here. So yeah, maybe. so he's got plenty. Jazz with it. 3 nothing. Purple uniforms for the Jazz. White uniforms. Timberwolves, Timberwolves colors are actually a navy blue and like a neon green. Kind of cool combo. Beasley played here in Minnesota last year. In a little bit of a slump still. Pulls for a difficult 21-footer and hits it. Part of the thought from the coaching staff on Beasley is that some of the shots he's taking are too difficult. That his shot selection's gotten less good as he's pressing right now. Just low percentage shots. and, and you know, he, 
Kyle Anderson in the lane, 6-7 over the 6-1 Conley, misses, and it's 5-0 Jazz, and the fans are still standing here. Here's Beasley, quick release three in transition, nicks the front iron, long rebound in the corner, Beasley got it back. Beasley gets in the lane, retreats back out with Anthony Edwards on him, who's a pretty good on-ball defender, not a very good off-ball defender. Conley between the circles, off a Kessler pick, bounces to Walker, he'll attack the rim, go over Gobert too high, rebound comes down to Anderson. Anderson leaves behind for Edwards, to the rack, kicks to the corner, D'Angelo Russell, corner three, rattles home. And the fans Russell will... had six three-point shots against the Jazz in the fourth quarter. Last time these two teams met. He went out for 30. Fans sit down now in the silliest tradition in the NBA, where if your team doesn't score, you would actually stand for the entire quarter. It seems ridiculous. It should be the other way around. If you don't allow points, you stand and cheer. Clarkson, outside the right wing, coming up a brilliant game. D'Angelo Russell sneaks in front of him, knocks away, goes to Vanderbilt. He'll take a 15-footer as the shot clock's expiring. It's no good. Anthony Edwards to the front court. He played University of Georgia, the national champion in football. And always said he wanted to be a football player, actually. Here's Anderson. Anderson driving, passes down low to Gobert, punt fakes and dunks. Kyle Anderson may be the number one piece that's led Minnesota to this recent surge. His minutes have increased, his role has increased, and they have gotten much calmer and together. Clarkson, three left wing, perfect. Minnesota lost six in a row. Seemed like the world was coming apart. And then since then have won six of seven with some good wins. Denver, Portland, Clippers. And then the best of them all, their last time out, they beat Cleveland coming from behind, 110-102. Anthony Edwards straight away three, back rimmed it. Kessler snares the board. Minnesota's 22-20. and 20. Their differential, zero. Seems appropriate for a team that's 500. Conley behind a Vanderbilt pick, open for three, missed it. Edwards grabs the rebound, tight ropes the baseline as he comes down with it. Gives to D'Angelo Russell, the Ohio State product, who was the number two pick of the draft for the Lakers, and he takes the three left wing and hits it. Tied at eight. Yeah, most of the threes that he made the last time these two teams met, David, was on that left side of the floor. He's not a particularly good shooter, actually. Kessler in the post, dribbles it out to Conley. Another good look as Anderson slow to close. And Mike Conley hits another three. Mike's gotten three really wide open looks. Minnesota allows a lot of three point shots. In fact, they're 29th in the league at defending the three, 24th in allowing. Shot left wing by McDaniel, no good. Offensive rebound tapped out by Gobert to McDaniel. Gives to Russell, refines McDaniel, left corner three is good. Boy, has he improved. A year ago, he shot 31% on catch and shoot threes. This year, he's shooting 39. Jaden McDaniel. Conley, high pick and roll, swings to Clarkson. Back up top to Conley. Gives to Vando, has been guarded by Gobert. Hands back to Clarkson, open three off the handoff, no good. Rebound Kyle Anderson. Anderson sprints, he says stunningly, to Edwards for three, no good. Rebound Kessler. Tied at 11. Anderson's like Vanderbilt. He puts the ball on the floor after the rebound and pushes it up the floor. But he usually does everything in slow motion, so when he sprinted up the floor, it was a bit surprising. So are you a little upset because you gave Joe Ingles the name slow-mo and all of a sudden someone else in the name? Yeah, is, actually or is that... Kyle Anderson might have had it before Joe Ingles if we go back and look at it because when he was at UCLA. So you stole something, David. Yeah, I didn't know that I called Joe slow-mo as my nickname because I was the one. But 
Joe got rid of the slow-mo jumper, that's for sure. I will admit that I slowed my cadence down as a play-by-play announcer every time Ingles had the ball. We're tied at 11. Beasley guarded by Edwards, and Edwards strips it, steals it, goes the other way, slammed up. Edwards is a very good on-ball defender. And he just round-ball robbery. Malik Beasley will take it the other way. 13-11, Minnesota leads it by two. 6.49 left here in the first quarter. I think some of the biggest challenges to justice that we face today stem from systemic racism at the system level, understanding some of the laws and rules and regulations were built in the olden times in which we weren't even considered uh, a full person from a three-fifths compromise. And I think stemming from that long ago, change is necessary, change needs to happen, and it starts with voting, it starts with getting people that look like us in positions of power to help us. Cole, Lehigh University, New Orleans Pelicans guard on this MLK day. Here's Clarkson, nice the pick, kicks to the corner to Abaji. Top to Beasley, contested three, rattles out. Rebound Edwards, that's a tough look by Malik if he's trying to get off the glacier. 13-11 Minnesota. Right wing McDaniel, here's Anderson, just in control, calm and collected. Out to Nas Reed, who's in the ball game for the first time and hits the three, so the Jazz shot th- four of nine when Gobert was on the floor. Seven of the nine shots were threes. We'll keep an eye on what the Jazz do when Naz Reed is on the floor. Vanderbilt trying to go one-on-one on the dribble, loses it through the legs of Edwards. Tries to dive and pick it up on the backside of Edwards, but picked up by Edwards. Fast break, McDaniel, left corner three, it rimmed it no good. Long rebound, Reed runs Vanderbilt for it. Jazz are a step off right now, or a step slow. Top to Anderson. Anderson driving on Vando into the lane, banks it, no good. Reed out hustles the Jazz for the lamp. This last sequence of basketball by the Jazz is not great. Beasley took a bad shot. Vanderbilt tried to go one-on-one. Slow reaction to two rebounds. Down 18-11. That's what happens when that happens. Colin Sexton in the game. Clarkson pass deflected. Minnesota is just overplaying. The Jazz Vando tries to dribble it, can't control it. He taps it over to Abaji. Gives to Clarkson. Eight on the shot clock, trying to get some semblance of order. Here's Sexton. Colin, four on the clock, hesitates, drives to the rack, scores a man. It's needed something to slow him down here, to settle. I mean, they're, the, the Wolves are trying to speed the Jazz up offense, and they're letting him do it. Ended a 7-0 run in that sequence we just talked about. Vando overplays Reed, gives it out to Edwards. Edwards trying to power into Clarkson to the rack. Misses the layup, rebound, tapped by Sexton to Vanderbilt. Boy, that was fortunate. Should have just grabbed it. Quickly, Abaji, right corner three on a nice transition. in. Ochai Abaji from the corner three brings the Jazz back within two. It's funny how that right corner favors a few players on this team. That's where he's had the most success. Sexton and Abaji have checked in. We'll see what the Jazz rotation is tonight. Gay is Rudy Gay is available and about to check in. As Naz Reed comes off a slip of a pick from Russell, puts Sexton to the ground. That's an offensive foul. Boy, without Carl Anthony Towns here tonight, I didn't know that we were going to see offensive fouls in Minnesota. Come on, that was funny for those of you who follow the Timberwolves. It's like there's such things as dad jokes, mm-hmm. and then there's like NBA geek jokes, and that was an NBA geek joke. They're not; they're actually usually about as funny as dad jokes. You, get, you have them both, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm so bright. You know, I know why I'm so bright. 
What? Sexton driving. Puts it up. And it. You want to know why? I know him right. Why? My father used to call me son. <laughs> Tied at 18. 414 left. Here in the first quarter. Torian Prince powering to the rock. Puts it high off the window and in. Against Cleveland, Minnesota just put their head down and drove to the basket. Jazz answered on a 7-0 run of their own. Sexton had four of them. Sexton at the top. Reed on a mismatch. Goes behind his back. Rocks it. Tries to throw to a cutting Abaji. Does. To the corner to Rudy Gay for a right corner three. It's no good. Long outlet McDaniel. Long, lanky, 6-9 to the rack. Finger roll scoop. Blocked by Abaji. Grabbed back by McDaniel. Kick out for Russell for three. And he hits it. And Minnesota surges back up by five. D'Angelo Russell, three for three for three tonight with nine points. He plays well against the Jazz, better than he does against anyone else. Nothing happening on this possession for the Jazz. They now go into Vando mid-block, try to run some cuts off, and he holds the ball open to everyone to see. So Torian Prince runs by, grabs it, and we have a jump ball. Boy, I could see that coming from a mile away. Vando was sitting there. No one was coming to him. He just was palming the ball out away from his body. It was only a matter of time before somebody came and took it from you. No careless this afternoon. Yeah, they're not tight right now. Sometimes that happens on a matinee game. 23-18, Austin Rivers in the game. Son of Doc, who we saw last game. Rebound control. Minnesota, or tip jump ball control. That was Minnesota a toss basketball. We should go to the college rule. Right side, Edwards has Rudy Gay isolated. Good help from Vando. Reed ball fakes Vando into Adina and drives the lane. Gives to Rivers to the rack. Abaji blocked from behind. My goodness. Great athleticism from Ochai. Saxon in the lane. Puts up a right-hand floater. He's fouled. Sexton will get free throws when we come back. What we can do as a group, I think, is just continue to, one, making people aware, you know, and I think that's really where it starts. You know, you you hope things change overnight, but they don't, you know, but continue to be aware, continue to go out, make a conscious effort to create change. I think that's something that we can definitely do. Our good friend, Donovan Mitchell, talking about the importance of raising awareness to make change on this MLK Day. Jazz and the Timberwolves. Monday afternoon game, Minnesota 23, Utah 18. Timberwolves come in at 22 and 22. That leaves you at sixth right now in the Western Conference. This time last year, David. Identical record of 22 and 22. This is right when they took off last year, closing at 30 and 16. The final part of the season last year after a poor start. So the question around here is, are they about to do it again? Sexton's first free throw is good, as is his second. Jazz come in at 22 and 24. They're currently 10th in the West. 11th in the West is now Phoenix. As their injuries and struggles continue. Naz Reed, three from straight away. Off the back rim, long rebound in the corner. Rudy Gay runs it down. It's Sexton with Conley, Abaji, Kessler, and Gay right now. Sexton swings to Conley left side, guarded by Rivers. Comes off the Rudy Gay pick. They're switching everything. 
into the post, Rudy Gang. Bullets to a cutting Sexton, whose layup is blocked off the glass by Reed. That's a goaltend. Colin Sexton has come in and changed the texture of this game right now. He has. He can put the ball on the floor and go to the hole. And, and, and all of his buckets have come at the rim right now. Such quickness. That first step is remarkable. Gobert on the bench. The the, as Edwards puts up the shot, loose ball rebound off Reed out of bounds. Jazz ball and the official misses it. Boy, that's a bad call. It's, Wolves have been better this year with Rudy Gobert on the bench than they've been with him on the floor. They made the big move after the playoff loss to Memphis last year, acquiring Rudy. And they have just not figured it out yet. And frankly, Rudy has been considerably less impactful for Minnesota than he ever was with the Jets. Three balls from Prince uh, left side, no good. Kessler rebound. How important and what Quinn was able to do with, with Rudy and by being so creative to the point where he was a, a reliable person on the offensive end of the floor. Left elbow, Reed. Next to me, Gang, hands off the Sexton kicks. Abaji, feet set, ball wet, three ball right corner. Ochai Abaji in the Jazz have taken a 25-23 lead, and Colin Sexton with another assist. And somebody just spilled something on the floor, or something's rolling out on the floor. Will Hardy's looking at and talking to some of the kids on the front row about what just happened. Somebody lost somebody, rolled out on the floor. So they get back to action here. Jazz have regained the lead. 7-0 run by the Jazz. Russell in the lane, floats it, misses, weak side rebound, Gay ripped away. Russell gets it back and a reach-in foul on the Jets. Rudy Gay very upset with himself that just did not aggressively go after that rebound. Here's the story of the Wolves this year with Rudy Gobert. When the Rudy Gobert is on the bench, as he is right now, Minnesota is 12 points per 100 possessions better offensively with Gobert on the bench than when he's on the floor. That is one of the largest margins of any single player in all of the NBA. Now, on the flip side, we all know Rudy's great at defense, and they are 8 points per 100 possessions better with Rudy defensively. But they're minus 3.7 points per 100 possessions with Rudy on the floor compared to off the floor. As Russell makes the free throws and D'Angelo Russell has 11 points. He had 30 earlier this year in the Wolves' December 9th win against the Jets. Conley drives, kicks up the game. They're switching everything one through five. And Abaji and Conley miscommunicate. The pass goes out of bounds. So right now they have Russell, Rivers, Prince, along with Noel and Reed. Everyone's just going to put their head down and drive. That's what they do when Reed's out on the floor because he plays on the outside. Russell, left side, has Gay, step back three. D'Angelo Russell misses one. Kessler going for the rebound, goes up high for it. Reed bounces into him, and Kessler's able to control it. Conley, beautiful drive, kicks to the corner of Baji. Drives in the lane, wraps it back out to Gay, touches to Sexton. Sexton penetrates, bullets it. Over Abaji's head and out of bounds. Good ideas. Last one was not a good pass. Well, you, you really like the draw and kick there. I mean, they were popping. The ball was popping around the, the perimeter, and then you put the ball on the floor. You go to the hole. You should have something open there. Just a little high pass thrown there by Colin Sexton. Minnesota shooting just 35% to start the game. Jazz and the Wolves tied at 25. Russell driving on Sexton and a foul on Colin. That'll be a second. 
So if you're switching one through five, that it, that is definitely a way to get that defense moving and well, I asked, creating some space. I asked Chris Finch pregame tonight why Minnesota is willing to kind of put so many guys on the ball and how they're playing. And here's what Finch said about what why they're willing to hedge the pick and roll and how they play this way defensively. Want to want to get you know have a variety of looks you know to me pick and roll defense is it's more about what your bigs are most comfortable doing than anything else you know so it's trying to find what what um, what they what they're all individually best at as well as what is good in a game plan so yeah we, we um, we've been we've been up and pick and roll more even up with Rudy at times. He said they want to cut turnovers, want to alter what the other team does, dictate what the team does. And with smaller defenders, you have to do that, though. He does not have a lot of smaller defenders. We do. 27-25. Kessler sprints up, sets a pick for Conley. Conley drives, kicks to the corner. Rudy Gay's open, hesitates. Drives, right-hander off the glass. No, Kessler taps it up and in with two hands. Tied at 27, 14.9. D'Angelo Russell to the front court. Bounces to Reed, gets it right back, swings it back to Reed. It goes into the backboard. That's a violation. So 3.5 seconds left, and the Jazz just got a gift of a possession in a tie game here at 27 in the first quarter. And should get the basketball back at the beginning of the second quarter. Could become more as much of a six-point swing with a couple of threes. Jordan Clarkson quickly checks in. Inbound goes to the corner to Conley. He gets fouled by Russell. They had a foul to give. Heady play by D'Angelo Russell. Minnesota will see the steals tonight. They get into you. That's kind of what we're talking about this whole time. Here's the inbound. 1.8 seconds left. Clarkson comes to get it. Takes a dribble to his right. Fires the three. Front rim. Back rim. Bounces. And falls off the near side. It danced. It thought about it. It didn't come home. But at the end of one, we're all knotted up. Another good one involving the Utah Jazz this year. Tied at 27 here on this MLK Day in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Colin Sexton came off the bench to really spur the Utah Jazz. His eight points have tied the game up at 27. Jazz have not gotten to the rim much in this game as they've been shooting a lot of threes against the trapping defense of Minnesota. Anthony Edwards, who was questionable for the game, one of six shooting. And this is interesting. Playing center now for Minnesota is not Gobert or Reed, but Luca Garza out of Iowa, where he's the college player of the year. Conley drives, kicks. Rudy Gay, wide open, left corner, three, air ball. Tied at 27. You mentioned Garza, six foot ten, and more of a physical player. He does shoot a three from time to time. Average 24 a game in college at Iowa. Has had to really change his body. He's done it with the Iowa Wolves, a good deal. As Jalen Noel hits a three left side. Horton Tucker double teamed off the pick and roll. Got to get off and fast. Gives it back out to Conley. Garza comes out, shows on the pick. Conley drives to the basket, lays it up and in. So Minnesota's coming out with this very aggressive on-ball defense right now against the Jets. Especially on the wing pick and roll there. When they run it on, on the wings there, they're really jumping it when it's going baseline. Austin Rivers in the lane. Pump fakes. Kessler slides by him and scores. 
And Walker, afterward, talking to himself, stayed pushing down with his hands, saying, stay down, stay down. Horton Tucker, crossover, drive, bounces to the corner, Conley, pump fakes Noel, stays outside, now penetrates, wraps it around to Kessler, slammed up. Mike Conley will torch this defense. If we can keep the ball in Mike Conley's hands to make decisions, a veteran point guard will tear apart what Minnesota's doing. 32-31. Noel driving. Kessler blocks it off the glass. Conley has it. Purple uniforms moving to the front court. Finds Horton Tucker slicing. Now Horton Tucker's left block all by himself. Drives to lane, goes up, tries to hand it off to Kessler, but it gets knocked out instead. That last possession there by, by Conley defending Minnesota. He jumped ball side, forces the defender to go. I mean, the offensive player, which would have been Noel, going to the basket. Kessler picks him up. He jumped in front. Of, of, of Luke Garza, perfectly done. Nice. 32-31. Abaji left corner, guarded by Russell, swiping in his left hand at the ball. Abaji dribbles away. Top to Horton Tucker. Jazz run a guard-to-guard pick-and-roll. Horton Tucker between the legs, drives, excuse me, around the back, driving the lane, dips, he does under the rim. He puts it off the glass, no good. Russell, left corner, Prince, three-pointer, good. <laughs> Their shooters are vastly improved this year. And there it is again. Double team on the ball. Back out to Beasley. He penetrates. Tries to throw it to someone. Now turns over. This is what Minnesota wants. Get you uncomfortable at ball handlers making decisions that are not your natural ball handlers. Last two possessions, it was Beasley and Horton Tucker. Garza for three. No good. Rebound Conley. He's becoming a crowd favorite for some reason. Well, I could give you a few reasons. Left side, Horton Tucker. Not a good catch and shoot three-point shooter. He launches and hits. Made a few of them recently. Came in shooting below 20% on catch-and-shoot threes. 35-34. Minnesota by one. Noel dribbles off the back of his heel. Runs it back down. Baji doing a nice job defensively. Jazz throw a double on Russell. Garza in the middle. Beautiful ball movement. Top left. Prince three. Good. Jazz play this aggressive trapping. And the catch-and-shoot guys in Minnesota are pretty good. Torian Prince comes in at 44% last year, this year on catch-and-shoot threes, and he's made two in a row. Minnesota leads at 38-34. Timeout Will Hardy here on Jazz Basketball. The biggest thing is just kind of something that I was taught as a little little kid, and I think we're all mostly taught as little kids, but character is, is not just when everyone's looking, it's when no one's looking. And I think as a society, especially now with social media, people want to do the right thing when the cameras are on but I think it's it's when cameras are not on when nobody's around when it's just you or another person I think that's where I think we should all strive to be better and if we do that as a whole I think um, you know the world will be better Gordon Hayward chatting there on this MLK day Gordon's doing the right thing Jazz trailing Minnesota 38-34 Horton Tucker breaks the 45 gets the lane underhand scoop and a score for Taylor Horton Tucker 38-36. Jazz have had a little bit of a tough time on the defensive glass tonight. This Minnesota has 10 second chance points already. Here's Kyle Anderson, their slow, methodical ball handling guard. Top to Garza, working Kessler, running hook shot, blocked by Kessler. That's his second block of the night. It's hard to get a shot off going away from a shot blocker. Horton Tucker left wing, coming off a nice game the other night, gives to Beasley, switching left to right, floats it up and in, and we're tied at 38. Well, the big guns have not clicked in yet. Anthony Edwards, one of six. Jordan Clarkson, one of four. 
I get the feeling, David, that Rudy's probably not going to return. You know, he was nursing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's a really good observation on your part. Yeah. If Garza came in, and what would have Rudy's natural spot? Left side, Garza for three. It's good. The Naismith Player of the Year at Iowa. Well, he's made. Double team. Two of his last Slipping 10 the pick is Kessler. Catches. Goes to Abaji in the corner. Penetrates. Horton Tucker, left corner, three. Missed it. Abaji offensive rebound back up and in. Out of all their rotations, you should be able to rebound, particularly without Rudy. They're 26 in the league in defensive rebounding because they're never in defensive position. Noel. Step back three is not a good shooter, and he's hit two in a row. Comes in at 27%. He's been really struggling with a three-point shot. In fact, the off-the-bounce three hits 29%. Kessler inside, flares it back out to Sexton. Horton Tucker right corner. Garza defending. Jabs at him, now shoots over the top. Misses. Thurl Bailey and Will Hardy had a conversation pregame about knowing your superpower. And Caleb Horton Tucker has forgotten his superpower here in this quarter. Fast break the other way. Noel gets pushed in the back. And a foul on Horton Tucker shoving it. Rudy Gobert will be out the remainder of the game. Right groin soreness. It is now official. So he was questionable before the ball game started. I watched him warm up. Do some drills on the, down in the paint. Nothing out on the floor. And having watched that, I had the impression that he was not going to play. Well, he told me before the game that he wanted to go play. I had a nice conversation with Rudy. Seemed good. Kessler and Garza jabbing at each other right now on the free throw line as Kessler checks out. 45-40, Minnesota jets it back out to a five-point advantage. Anthony Edwards checks back in. Anthony Edwards has generally been better offensively when Rudy Gobert is off the floor. That's been a little bit of a rub for Minnesota this year. So let's see if Anthony Edwards gets going with an open court. Spread five and downhill driving lanes. Clarkson guarded by McDaniel is their best defender. and Jordan hasn't got going yet tonight. Second halves have really been Jordan's time. Beasley playing off the dribble, which is not his strength. He loses the dribble. And ricochets to Vando. He penetrates, puts up a right-hand runner. It's blocked out of bounds. Minnesota's doing a nice job with their pressure defense of making our guys play ways they're not is not in their wheelhouse. Yeah, they're speeding them up. I mean, this is what I'm seeing right now. The fact that they're speeding them up and they're, they're switching all over the floor. Very aggressive out on the perimeter with their, with their defense. Noel. Fading back from seven feet out right side. It's good. Jalen Noel, University of Washington product. And Minnesota's got their largest lead of the night of eight. Sexton, top to Clarkson. Left corner, THT, and he travels. Nope, he stepped back out of bounds. Turnovers beginning to pile up. Mike Conley being off the floor, really obvious right now. Only Jazz player with a positive plus minus is Rudy Gay. Every night. 48-40. Garza, guarded by Vanderbilt, straightens up, shoots over the top. Vando fouls him. Chris Finch was talking about Luca Garza before the game, said, well, he doesn't pass. 
Here, here's what Chris, here's what Chris, Chris Finch said about the Iowa Hawkeyes. You know, his offensive versatility. He's got great skills. He's, he's a scorer. You know, he's certainly not looking to pass much. You know, he's you know got a lot of confidence in his game. Tough to rush him. Plays a, you know plays with great poise. And you know, defensively, I think he's under. Certainly not looking to pass much. <laughs> Says you can't rush him. 6'10. This is the 255. Lumbering. Splits the free throw. He's got three points. 48-40. Jazz down by eight. Six minutes to play. Horton Tucker. Double teamed off the pick. Finds Vando on the roll. Vando's fouled. Nice play. It's usually one more pass out of the double, but that time the Jazz got there right away. No. This bothered Cleveland. A little. Cleveland just doesn't look right to me, Ron. We talked about this on the plane. Something's not right about Cleveland right now. I don't know what it is. They're currently trailing at home to New Orleans, 81-78. New Orleans without Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Donovan Mitchell is 3 of 9 tonight with 11 points, but they had a million looks. Wide open looks in that game, and they just didn't make it. Cleveland only scored 102 points against this team. So, so there's real truth. Something's going on. Minnesota's 10th best defense in the league. It's funny now you mentioned 102 points is, is not enough to win right. a ball game. <laughs> McDaniel driving on Horton Tucker. Goes to the basket. Wild layup. No good. Rebound Beasley. Clarkson with a white headband. Purple uniform. White high socks. Braids flowing on each side. Chest to Horton Tucker. Crossover dribble at Naz Reed into his body. Throws it out to Beasley behind the three-point line. He reaches to get it. Sexton rotates to Clarkson. Beautiful ball take. Penetration. 15-foot jumper. No good. Rebound. Four Wolves there for the defensive rebound. They outlet to Edwards, who loves to play in the open floor. The former number one pick of the draft wears number one. Gets an open three. Missed it. Rebound Sexton. Sexton throws it ahead, but right at Edwards, who steals it. Sexton had an idea, but didn't see the dropping zone blitz. Noel for three. This one's a brick. Rebound Vando, and he'll run to the front court. Vando bounces ahead to Horton Tucker. Kicks to the wing to Clarkson. Nice close by McDaniel. Clarkson gives it back. Horton Tucker, right corner three. No good. Talon's two of seven shooting tonight. Or today. 48-44. Edwards. One-on-one on Clarkson. Gets to his left hand, goes to the rack to dunk it, misses the dunk. Vando rebounds. The screen was Edwards. Vando leading the break, finds Beasley. Right corner three. Missed it. Long rebound. McDaniel has it for Minnesota. Jazz suddenly got ice cold. Jazz have shot the three horrendously for the entire month of January. And the Jazz are now 6 of 18 from three as Kyle Anderson drives, spins, and scores. Jazz are one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the month of January. And it's continuing again tonight. They're 6 of 18. They're 1 of 6 in the quarter. Sexton driving on the long. McDaniel gets to the rack, draws the contact, and scores. He is special. Well, that first step is just unbelievable. I mean, it just especially going to his right. Now, it's both ways. But going to his right, he's going to get to a spot. 50 to 44. Minnesota cannot miss a three right now. They've hit 10 of 20. Tell you what I'm impressed with Colin Sexton more so than what I saw at the beginning of the year is how well he finishes at the rim now. 
And at the beginning of the year, I thought some of those were forced, uh, getting himself in trouble. That shot there, I mean, it's ideal shot, high off the glass, soft enough to where he's going to possibly get a three-point play out of this. Think that's him getting more comfortable in his knee? Uh, it might be just his game that he's starting yeah. to play. Maybe his knee has something to do with it. He was a two-foot jumper at the beginning of the year. I think he's starting to do a little bit more of jumping off one leg. Ten points for Sexton. 335 left. Kyle Anderson drives methodically down the right side. Floats the right-hander up and in. Minnesota by seven. Utah Jazz play-by-play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Conley between the circles. Guarded by Russell. Comes off a Vando pick. They're switching one through five. Top to Clarkson. Clarkson guarded by McDaniel, their best defender. Drives the lane. Pump fakes. Holding. Can't get it off. Gives it to Conley. One on the clock from 30. It goes 29. Nicks off the iron. Something I don't understand about what we're doing. I'll ask you in a second. Anderson driving. Shows the ball. Clarkson knocks it away. Anderson recovers. Gets to the rim. Misses. Conley rebounds. Jazz push ahead to Clarkson. Clarkson's guarded by Edwards now. Off the Vando pick to get Russell on it. Fires the three, misses. Rebound, Anderson, and Vando pushes him out of bounds out of frustration. Jazz are 6 of 20 and have sudden gone ice cold from three, which has been a story of the month. 52-45, Minnesota by seven. 241 left here in the second quarter in Minneapolis. Hey, um, that's the biggest threat to justice is just hate, you know, um, and that's all over the world. I think the more positive influence that we have, the more positive, you know, words, the more positive thinking, the more positive content that we put out. If we use a lot of our time to, to show the positive stuff that's going on, then it would create change in the, the younger generation. Ron James on this MLK Day, Jazz trailing 52-45, 2.41 left in the second. Tonight's game... Brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Jazz leading scorer so far tonight, Colin Saxon off the bench with 10. He's been fantastic. Newskin's a proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. D'Angelo Russell on a set play to Anderson. Back cuts Mike Conley and gets a straight easy layup. Jazz are down nine. Largest deficit of the night on the wrong side of the palindrome. 45-54-45. Here's Sexton. Drives on Edwards. Jump stops in the lane. Tries to lob it up to Kessler. Gets deflected. Back out to Clarkson. Clarkson working McDaniel, their best defender, and he strips it away from him. Clarkson's having a tough night. Fast break. Russell layup. Good. Jaden McDaniel's a great defensive player. He's 6'9". That's what he does. Jordan's 4 of 10 coming in against McDaniel with three turnovers. And tonight, he's 1 of 6. Sexton terminates. Nowhere to go. Kessler's his outlet. Kessler trying to get rid of it. Second Clarkson comes to it. He's trapped in the corner. Takes a fadeaway three, and it's a bad look, and the Jazz have now missed seven straight threes. Well, the clock was running down on Clarkson right there. He had to take something, and it ended up still being... Edwards gives to Reed at the post. Pump fakes Kessler, misses at the rim, and rebound comes to Kessler. Walker's the best rim defender in the NBA since January 1st. Conley, wide open three in transition. Back rim, no good. Offensive rebound, Kessler back up, blocked by Reed. Kessler trying to recover, saves it to Abaji. Right corner three, no good. Long rebound, Conley. Jazz in this nine straight three attempts. Sexton rocking the baby. 
Crossing over McDaniel, their best defender. Step back long to no. Oh, Walker Kessler getting pushed out of bounds. Puts the right hand up and tips it up and in. So to your point, the pick and roll, you're bringing the defender to the ball. And the Jazz don't guard anyone the other way. Nobody out of Anthony Edwards. He just branches down the lane for a practice dunk. Only four, <laughs> only four points for, for Edwards and little miscommunication between Clarkson It'll be interesting to watch if that gets him going. He was one of eight and fairly feckless up to that point. Here's Kessler. Hands off to Clarkson. Guarded by McDaniel. One-on-one drive. Double clutching. Draws contact. Will get free throws. Jaden McDaniel is a big-time defensive player. 6'9", long, late first-round draft pick by Minnesota. He and Desmond Bain were back-to-back picks, and both have turned out to be stars at the end of that draft. Clarkson the line. Free throws good. Utah Jazz, brought to you by Vivint, smart security, professionally installed, Vivint. Clarkson makes them both, see if that gets Jordan going. Jazz last three was by Taylor Horton Tucker at the 9.30 mark of the quarter. They've missed nine straight. Kyle Anderson being guarded by Kessler. Top to Edwards on a pick and roll. Driving at Kessler. Big steps to the rack. Misses the layup. Defended the rim by Walker. 14 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz down by nine. Clarkson comes to get it. Edwards defending. Edwards drives with a left hand in the lane. Puts up a right hand. Excuse me. Clarkson drives on Edwards with a left hand in the lane. Bounces off of Reed. Puts it off the glass. And lays it up and in. Plus the foul. He gets up and walking like he's 76. Oh, wait, that's how old you are. Walking like he's 83. No, that's my dad. Uh, walking like he's been bounced off Nas Reed and off a hard hardwood, putting both hands on his hips or slightly onto his lower back as he goes to the free throw line. Free throw's good. Jordan's still hobbling back the other way as Nas Reed takes it. At the half, he puts up a horn, three for the horn, and goes deep in the cup and pops out. So the Jazz have cut it to six, 58-52 here at the half on Martin Luther King Day in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. The players are back on the floor. And he rocks the Cosmos! The horn is sounded, and the second half is ready to bring more non-stop NBA basketball. That's the 10, lays it up and in. Back to David Locke and the legend, Ron Boone. The corner as the Jazz trailing Minnesota 58-52, but here's the good news. Ron Boone, you want some good news on a Monday? It'd be nice to hear a little bit of good news. The Utah Jazz are the second-best team in the NBA in third quarters. You want some more good news? Minnesota's 28th in third quarters. Huh. You want some more good news? Minnesota 
has lost more games when leading at the half, nine, than any team in the NBA this year. So that says why the Jazz outscored Minnesota in the third period the last time these two teams met, 33-21. to 21. Yes. That would, be, that would be the reason. Jazz will get the possession. Conley, Clarkson, Beasley, Vanderbilt, and Kessler. No Lowry Market and no Kelly Olenek for the Jazz tonight. No Carl Anthony Towns as Beasley shoots a three on the first possession. Falls off dead off the side. He's 0 for 4 from 3. And the monster slump continues from Malik Beasley. Jazz 1 for 11 in the third period. Jazz have now missed 10 straight threes as Minnesota was 11, 10 of 21. And they missed their first one on the Anthony Edwards three. But an offensive rebound by McDaniels goes back up and puts it over Walker Kessler to score it. Minnesota by 8. They've led most of the way. Conley, guarded by Edwards. Off a Kessler pick, they double, so Kessler slips, attacks, blocked by Reed. Loose ball, picked up by Vando. Right corner, Conley. Good look, streak of missed threes is over. As Mike Conley makes the first one in 10 attempts for the Jazz, and they're back within five. That's just concentration that takes when you got a 6'11 guy running at you, and you're still able to knock it down. Kyle Anderson launches a three, and it's good. 63-55. Boy, it's the <laughs> slowest release you've ever seen. Kessler turns it over. Fast break. D'Angelo Russell leaves it behind for Anthony Edwards for a three on the run. He makes it. Hits the front rim, bounces off the glass twice, and then goes down. And Minnesota, despite their season-long third-quarter struggles, is out to an 11-point advantage. Kessler, left-hand drive to the rack, will dunk it. But there's a foul first on the floor. First, we've seen that to this year. That's the first. The foul on Kyle Anderson on the floor negates that. Not the foul. The, the fact dunk. that he put the ball on the floor yes, from about he, 18 feet away from the basket. He to saw drive to the space. Hole. <laughs> he was going that? to space. I think he'll add all these things over time. And inbound pass. McDaniel overplaying Clarkson. Knocks him on the ground. That's Jaden McDaniel's fourth foul. Jaden McDaniel's in foul trouble the other night against Cleveland as well. It's a foul. Even though their feet got tangled up there, there was no upper body contact. It's, it's still a foul. That's a big moment of this game. Let's mark that down. 66-55. Their best defensive player, who's given Jordan Clarkson fits tonight, goes out. Clarkson's 2 of 8, but I think both field goals are guarded by somebody else. I think Prince is not a bad defensive player. He's here. not, but he's not McDaniel. Here's pick and slip. Conley bounces it to Vanderbilt, who gets fouled on the way to the basket, and Jared Vanderbilt, the former Timberwolf, will go to the line. He's had some Good games in the first two matchups. Tonight he's been pretty quiet. Jazz generally have avoided recently playing Jared Vanderbilt and Walker Kessler together. Because, well, it doesn't work. (laughs) I guess would be the reason. It's a bad floor spacing lineup. And you don't have enough shooters on the floor. Because neither Vanderbilt or Kessler is a shooter. And so teams really slough off. And then interestingly enough, it's been very poor defensively as well as offensively. So it's not just one of the, it's just not an offensive problem. For whatever reason, when those two have been on the floor together and the other guy's been off, we have struggled defensively really badly. And that lineup is minus 17 when Kessler and Vanderbilt are on the floor together. 
But with Olenek and Markin and out tonight, Will Hardy has no choice. But it has not worked tonight. 66-57, D'Angelo Russell, jumper no good. Rebound Kessler. And Walker Kessler is heading toward a career-high rebounds tonight. He's got 12 already. Conley. Off a Kessler pick, bounces to Walker, finds Vanderbilt, slicing for a reverse side layup. Nice give by Walker Kessler. He had to make a quick decision of whether he's going to the basket himself or making the play. Jazz forget to guard Anthony Edwards again in transition. He goes to the basket and is fouled by Vando. Who's guarding Anthony Edwards? Are we cross-matching? Well, that time it was supposed to be Vanderbilt, but I thought he relaxed once. Edwards did not have the basketball. And then all of a sudden, Edwards gets a chance to take a handoff and get there. Chris Finch is debating whether he should challenge this because the continuation, Walker Kessler blocked it after it hit off the glass to be goaltending. Here's where that's a tricky move by Chris Finch. And that is, Andy Edwards is already at the line. So if he makes both these points, two points, all he would gain is one extra free throw. So the point per challenge is not really worth it. And he makes both free throws. You think there'll ever be more than one challenge a game? No. Because I don't think they want our games going longer than two hours. And we're already longer than two hours. Well, They'd like to get our game down to two hours. That's what they would like. Vanderbilt for putting the on the deck. Drives. Gives it to a trailing Clarkson. Floats up a right-hander. It was far more difficult than I just made it sound. He was going at full steam. Caught the pass. One dribble and then put it up. Edwards to the rack again and lays it up and in. I mean, Anthony Edwards is awesome, but this is ridiculous. Will Hardy standing at midcourt, arms crossed. Has to be seriously wondering what's going on. That is the third time tonight that off a made basket, Anthony Edwards has caught the ball and just driven the length of the, or been outletted to and driven the length of the floor. Colin Sexton, by the way, is working with Eric Phillips right now to kind of get his left hamstring and leg ready. I, over on the side, Eric Phillips is on our performance team. That's not something I know if he's done. Ever. Vanderbilt driving with four fouls, goes to the basket and picks up contact. I'm not sure that if this, it looks to me like it's just warm-ups that he does all the time before he goes out. He has a elastic kind of. Both teams now, that's Nas Reed's fourth foul. You got Vanderbilt's Jaylen got four fouls. McDaniels has four fouls. It looks like Vanderbilt has four fouls. So let me finish that on Sexton. What's so interesting about it is he's doing all these warm-ups, but because there's no real good space to do it here in this ancient building, he's literally standing in the middle of the crowd with Eric Phillips going through all these exercises. Free throw good by Jared Vanderbilt. The Jazz are down 71-62. So they're piping in this uh, fake noise meter here. that's just yeah. annoying. A fake noise in a building of a crowd that's depressed after a loss by the Vikings and is making no noise is <laughs> super annoying tonight. Almost as annoying as someone throwing a four-yard pass on a fourth and eight. 71-62. Edwards coast to coast again off the inbound this time. Kessler meets him at the rack. Blocks it. Loose ball picked up by Garza. Blocked by Vanderbilt. Short hook no good. Kessler rebounds. Vanderbilt out of traffic. In and out dribble to the rack. Scoop. No. But he's fouled first. Check it. Just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. 
the rebound that I just gave to Kessler was actually by Vanderbilt. From where we were, you actually couldn't see Vanderbilt. Garza and Kessler were in between Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt grabbed the rebound, came out of the traffic, and he actually was the one who cleared that rebound. And Vando goes to the line here. Abaji getting ready to check in. And Vanderbilt free throw hits the back iron, front rim, pops straight up and goes down. 71-63. Happy Martin Luther King Day for you on this Monday afternoon matinee game. About 3.30 back home. Coming off the slopes. Hope you had a good one. See you there tomorrow. Andos hits the next free throw. And the Jazz are hovering around within seven. D'Angelo Russell, who's been torching the Jazz all year. Edwards breaks the 45. Bounces down low to Prince. Lays it up and in. This looks a lot like the way Minnesota played the second half against Cleveland. Just head down, driving to the basket. And breaking the defense down. Beasley. Down low to Vanderbilt. Hands off to Kessler. Reverse dunk. Walker's now got eight points, 12 rebounds, three assists, and two blocks in 19 minutes. And a lot of good rim defense. Minnesota's looking at him thinking, wow. Or, or they're looking and saying, we knew, because they're actually the team that drafted him. Give them the credit. Give, give Con- Tim Conley the credit. And give the Jazz credit for knowing that's one of the pieces they want in that trade. Beasley deflects a pass and goes out of bounds. Minnesota's got a weird shooting thing going on right now. Minnesota is 14 of 35 on twos. 14 of 35, so that's about 38%. They're 12 of 24 on threes. Kyle Anderson driving with the left hand in the lane. Turns, little hooks out over Clarkson up and in. Delay a game on Minnesota after that. Kyle Anderson has been maybe the singularly most important player for Minnesota in their recent stretch where they've won six of seven. As with the Memphis Grizzlies last year as well. He just brings a calm, and the Spurs before that. He just brings a calmness. Kessler in the lane, rotates it out to Clarkson for three. Good, Walker Kessler's fourth assist. I believe that's a career high. Unbelievable, David. He just has that knack. He turns and looks. Pick and roll, Edwards. Free throw line, cut off by Kessler and Beasley. Throws it away, turnover. And that is his fourth assist. Minnesota will bring you back into a game. And they... See if the Jazz, if the Jazz stay focused and into it, they'll, Minnesota will bring you back into a game. Clarkson, catch and shoot three off the rotation, no good. Rebound, Kessler back up and in. Walker Kessler with his 13th rebound and his 10th point on another double-double for the rookie, number 22 pick by these Minnesota Timberwolves. And a new season high in assists, as you just mentioned. Anderson. Bumping, backing into the post, gets it knocked away, recovers, pushes it off the glass, no good, rebound, out of bounds off Minnesota. Who was the closest defender? Walker Kessler. And the numbers on Walker Kessler's rim defense recently are incredible. Timeout, Chris Finch. Jazz are hovering. It's Minnesota 75. Jazz 71, 6.56 left in the third quarter in Minneapolis. The biggest problem is 
you know, people not realizing what's going on outside of their life um, and outside of their situation. You know, so the more that we can communicate and, and spread light on, on certain topics, I think the better for, for everybody. Devin Booker talking about the importance of communicating and spreading the light here on this MLK Day. Thanks to all the NBA players that have been involved. As the NBA celebrating Martin Luther King Day with nine games. We're in Minnesota. Great halftime show tonight, tributing Dr. King this afternoon. Jazz trail it by four. They've been down by as many as 11 in the quarter. Minnesota's lost nine first half leads this year, the most of any team in the NBA. And Walker Kessler is becoming the story again tonight. 10 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, and two block shots. Here's Conley. Jazz are without Olenek and Markinen. The Wolves are without Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. Malik Beasley drives into the body of Garza. Shot no good. Rebound to Anderson. Long outlet to Prince. Right corner Rivers. He bobbles so he can't get it off. Conley closes. Rivers a good one on one player. Drives the baseline. Comes out the other side. Out to Prince. Penetrates. Stops for a 20-footer. No good. Rebound tapped around and grabbed by Abaji. I might be overstating it, Ron. But I think Prince pulled because of Kessler. Well, he may have, but it was a mistake because he was had a clear shot to the basket. Whether he wanted to challenge Kessler or not, he pulled up and it ended up missing the We're jumper. so used to seeing teams pull because of Rudy, but that was an open lane to the basket. He shook, I think Clarkson it was, and we have a, tra- we have a transition take foul. Is that what we have? It's Beasley misses the free throw. Jazz will get the ball, 75-71. We're just, as games are going on and Kessler's getting blocks, he had six the other night, we're beginning to see teams recognize him. Walker, the numbers Walker's putting up right now are actually reminiscent of what Rudy has done for years with the Jazz. Conley between the circles. Off a Kessler pick, bounces to Walker in the middle lane, spins, tries to drop step, left hand hook, he's fouled. That was pretty good footwork. (laughs) You can just, just see the improvement. And I'll tell you what we're seeing. We're seeing his workouts before the ball game. Yeah, we are. That, that's exactly right. If you watch on the floor with Ron and I about two hours before every game with Chris Jones and the staff, that's what it is. Here's what Will Hardy said about Walker's defense and what we're seeing right now. Yeah, we've been we've been really happy with Walker's development uh, on both ends of the floor. Obviously, defensively, he's done a tremendous job for us this year. But his approach has been very good. He's continuing to learn every day. He watches a lot of film. He's very hard on himself, which I've said publicly a lot. And so it's about trying to help him continue to learn how to deal with mini failures, if that makes sense, plays that, that don't go perfectly or stretches the game where you don't play great and how to just sort of move forward. But as an organization, as a coaching staff, like we could not be happier with where he is. He makes one of the two free throws. Frankly, right now he's going up against Luca Garza, who is a college player of the year. But Walker's better than him. Like, this is one where Walker's an NBA player and Luca Garza's not. And he should actually handle this one pretty well. Driving, Edwards gets caught underneath the rim, misses. Jazz down three. Clarkson driving the rack. Prince knocks it away out of bounds. Here's the number on Kessler right now. Opponents are shooting 51.7% inside six feet when Kessler's the defender. 517 you know what they shot last year when Rudy was the defender? 50.7. The year before Rudy, 49. The year before, 50. So he's not quite at Rudy level. The interesting thing this year, Rudy's number is 57, not 50. It's terrible compared to where he's been. 
Seven percentage points worse here in Minnesota than it was in Utah. Clarkson in the lane, working for the mid-range jumper, misses. Loose ball rebound, sat on the cup and falls off. And it's grabbed by Minnesota. Jazz down three. Kyle Anderson gives to Garza. Top to Edwards. Edwards guarded by Clarkson. Back to Anderson through the lane. Right-hander off the glass and in. Talk about a guy you can't speed up. Five-point game. Sexton, Conley, Babaji, Clarkson, and Kessler. Clarkson. Excuse me, Conley. Off the pick. Kicks to Sexton. Drives the lane. Into the... Throws it up off the glass, off balance. Little wild shot, missed it. Here come the Wolves the other way. Edwards driving to the rack. Abaji meets him. Edwards misses. Kessler clears. Jazz on the run. Clarkson stop and pop three. Pow! 77-75. And a technical foul. And if it's on Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards is three technical fouls away from a suspension this season. Anthony Edwards is second in the league on threes. He's got to stop. He thought he was foul going to the basket down on that layup. And you could see him really pouting. Great. Colin Sexton thought he was foul too. He's got he, he's got 12 three technical fouls in 43 games. You've got to fight it at some point. Draymond Green was the only one that I mean, Luca, worked for suspensions. Anthony, let's see if Edwards can play with a little fire obviously angry. Here's Edwards. Gives to Anderson. Right side to Prince. Stepping through the lane. Out to Garza. Left side Edwards. Bounces to Rivers for a three. No good. Rebound Luke to Garza. Blocked from behind by Clarkson. Picked up by Kessler. Jazz down by one. 428 third quarter. Sexton crosses over. Attacks the rack. Double team. Hands to Kessler. Blocked. Kessler again. Blocked and fouled. And Walker will go to the line with a chance to give the Jazz the lead of the tie. Nice rim protection there by Anderson and, and, and Garza for, for a moment, but you could just see the, that Kessler was the long one there and came up with the ball. More on Kessler as he goes to the line with a free throw and makes it and ties the game. The website B-Ball Index keeps a defensive stat called defensive point saved. Okay? Evan Mobley's one. Claxton, two. Brooke Lopez, three. Miles Turner, four. Jared Allen, five. Jaron Jackson, six. Draymond Green, seven. Walker Kessler, eight. Walker splits the free throws. Walker needs to start making free throws. He's at 50%. We're tied at 77. It's 16 to 6. And the reminder that the Jazz are the second best third quarter team in the league. And the Wolves are 28th in third quarters. And the Wolves have lost nine games this year. They led at the half, the most of any team in the NBA. They were leading 58 to 52. Now this is the tie ball game. Tied at 77. 413 left. Wolves 22 and 22. Jazz two games below 500. Noel driving to the rack. Floats it. No good. Kessler around the rim. Rebound comes down to Conley. Jazz have a five on four. Kessler in the middle of the lane. Hands to Sexton. Sexton driving into the defense. Right-hand runner, no. Kessler taps it up and in. It's the Walker-Kessler show, and you're all invited to jump aboard. Salt Lake City, the young kid is arriving. 14 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks. There's a man in the middle in Salt Lake City, and his name is Walker-Kessler. Jazz 79. Wolves 77, 356 left in the third. Timeout in Minneapolis.
I think the biggest challenge to justice is, is fairness. Um, I think that word is, is thrown around a lot when it comes to, you know, minorities, um, is the fairness and the lack of fairness, I should say. Um, I think, you know, it doesn't matter the color, it doesn't matter the ethnicity, um, the religion. Um, everybody should be held accountable. Everybody should be held to the same uh, standards. And, um, you know, nobody is above uh, anyone else. Thank you very much to Paul George as Minnesota goes deep into their bench and goes to Knight, who has not played much. Nathan Knight, nice player, he hits a three. Walker Kessler was annihilating Luka Garza, and they had to make a change. The Jazz Colin Sexton miscommunicates with Jordan Clarkson and throws it away, forcing Clarkson to go take a seat in the front row. So first pass of the possession, they just don't complete it. Those little mistakes... And that lack of focus is an area where Collins got to tighten up a little bit. That turnover on Clarkson officially, though. Here's Edwards attacking Kessler at the rim. Kessler holds his verticality. They call a foul on Kessler. It's a bad call. He'll get that call in a year. That's that. In a year, he doesn't get that, which is silly. That's a terrible call. Unless that left hand came down and hit him, he did not. He lost verticality with the left arm. Going toward the ball. So if he made contact with the left arm, I'll take back. And I haven't seen a second replay. Edwards makes the free throw. But frankly, Edwards, who's 4 of 16 and has a technical and is frustrated, was going at Walker Kessler, a jo- another fellow Mr. Basketball in Georgia, with a larger vision of than two free throws on that and didn't get it. Rudy Gay comes back in the game. It's Sexton, Clarkson, Abaji, Kessler, and Gay. Feels as though the Jazz have really struggled tonight when Conley's not running the show against the trapping defense in Minnesota. Here's Clarkson, two gone as he comes off the pick. Swings to the top to Sexton, holds, now drives. Clears some space with a power drive and hits him. One of the things the Jazz have really tried to get Sexton to learn is to make a decision immediately. And this is a defense where you have to do it, but it's, and it's hard. Austin Rivers drives, bounces into Knight, gets rid of it. Kessler's in the middle. Here's Edwards attacking Kessler again, dives into his body, lays it up and in. Veteran scorer right there. Now that is Anthony a smart Edwards. Play. 24 a night for Edwards, leading all scorers for Minnesota this year. Clarkson snakes under the pick and roll. Rivers stays with him, drives with his body, downloaded Gay, fadeaway jumper, no good for Rudy Gay. He's 0 for 4 tonight. Tries to defend in the backcourt. Edwards blows by him. Now they have an advantage. Hey. Edwards to the rack, lays it up and in. Timeout, Will Hardy. So a lot of bad decisions in that period of time by the Jazz. 86-81, we'll keep it here. Five-point game. And this is the Timberwolves with Rudy Gay out. They're now just spreading the floor, putting their head down and driving. And here's what Will Hardy said about that before the game. They're a tough team to guard. They have some really, really high-level players on their team. You know, Finchie's one of my favorite coaches to watch. I think he does such a good job on both ends of the floor, but especially on the offensive end, I, I like how they play. If you leave your teammates on an island, you're going to have a long night. We play them twice now, and so we've had moments in the season where I think we did a good job of defending those guys with multiple people, and then I think we've also had moments where we've left our teammates you know, with way too much space. Anthony Edwards and, and D'Angelo in particular on the perimeter will abuse you if you, you let them play one-on-one in space. Um. Jazz have been one-on-one in space a little more than they'd like, and also one-on-one in transition 
on un, what I would call unnecessary transition. After made baskets tonight, the Jazz have allowed a lot for Minnesota coming downhill. Hey, Jazz fans, go to Savings Runs with Smith Boost membership. You'll enjoy double fuel points, free delivery, and more. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost for details. Smith's official grocery store of the Utah Jazz. 86-81, Jazz took a, tied it up. We have the lead and took a brief lead. Jazz three-point shooting, which missed 10 straight at one point, is still pretty cold at 32%. Minnesota's at 50% from three today. They are 18 of 46 on twos, though. Sexton, high pick and roll off of Baji. Gets the switch of Edwards, attacks him. Another Georgia on Georgia attack there. As Colin grew up in Marietta, Anthony's from Atlanta. Walker Kessler also from Atlanta, Georgia. Edwards and Kessler were Mr. Gatorade State of Mr. Georgia for basketball. And Sexton will go to the line. Colin having a nice night tonight. 13 points. Free throw's good. This season, when the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich. The next day, download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash score big to learn more. Sexton makes both free throws, and the Jazz continue to hover. They're within three. Minnesota has lost more games than any team in the NBA, and they've led at the half. Nine. Edwards, left side. Guarded by Abaji. Fakes right, goes left. Good help defense from Gay. Pass back up top to Noel. He bobbles it. It's loose. He picks it back up. Gives to Knight. Vanderbilt defending. Knight goes between his legs. Backs. Powers into the rack. Left hand off balance. Hook is up and in. That was not elegant. But Nathan Knight gets two. No Gobert, no Towns. They're deep into their bag of centers. Sexton, left hand drive to the rack. Bounces to Vanderbilt. Pump fakes. Plays it up and in. Colin Sexton's first step. Elite. Top 10 in the NBA? I mean, elite. 88-85, and it looks like it's coming back a little bit. Here's Abaji with the assignment on Edwards. Pulls for three, does Edwards, and nails it. Anthony Edwards, who's been inefficient all night. Not quiet, just inefficient. Warming up here. He has 21. Sexton. Working the dribble one-on-one. Finds a cutting Abaji. Tries to snake through traffic. Gives to Alexander Walker. Right corner three. No good. Rebound. Rivers in traffic for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Who lead by six. Push ahead to Prince. Defense is in there. Sexton has to foul him. Boy, the Jazz transition defense, which has been so good recently, so much improved, feels tonight like they've just got... And it doesn't feel like it's traditional transition around. It feels like they've gotten caught in between a lot tonight. Now, anytime you can push the basketball ahead, creates so many problems, especially if, if you, you have a couple of slow players. Um, guys that maybe want to go to the glass that aren't quick of foot. Free throw by Prince. Well, the data, ba- the data backs it up, Ron. Minnesota's been in transition 14.7% of the time, which is exactly their season average. So that's not a lot. You know what they're averaging per transition? Two points per Two transition. Points. That's pretty good. Pretty darn good. 
Jazz are doing a nice job in the better job in the half court tonight. How much has Prince helped this team by being healthy? They've got a deep roster. A lot of different guys that can do things. Guys that can play. Prince was actually a Jazz draft pick traded for George Hill. Here's Sexton. A lot of dribbling. One-on-one. -on -one, in the lane. Double clutches. Left-hand finish. Sexton's just going to work. 93-87. Jazz down six. 27 seconds left. Jazz need a stop here, actually. You don't want to go in the fourth down eight or nine. Shot clock, game clock separated by 15 seconds. They get Rudy Gay switched on to Anthony Edwards. Somebody better come help. This is against the Constitution. Left side, Noel driving to the rack. Layup, easy. Ten seconds left in the quarter. Crossover by Alexander Walker. Throws it away. Two point four seconds left. Inbound comes to Edwards. He gets across the half court, pulls for three. This would really hurt the airboat. Jazz do a lot of really good things in that quarter, but by the end of it, they're suddenly down by more than when they started. And now they've got a tough task of coming back from down eight on the road in Minneapolis without Lowry Markin, and we'll see if they can do it next in Minnesota. Right corner three. Wow! 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting at, and the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend Ron Boone. Jazz trailing it by eight. Minnesota has the opening possession of the fourth quarter. Austin Rivers left side. Drives on Alexander Walker to the rack. Unencumbered. Lays it up and in. Jazz down 10 to open the fourth. Jazz have Sexton, Alexander Walker, Beasley, Abaji, and Vanderbilt on the floor. This group may have never played together. No marketing, no Olenek for the Jazz tonight. No Towns, no Gobert. Rudy tried, played five minutes, groin bothered Vanderbilt finds a cutting Abaji, but it's knocked out of bounds by Noel. Minnesota plays a trapping defense. They get their hands on the balls. They have fifth in the league in forcing turnovers, but they allow a lot of threes. They allow open threes if you move it correctly. Saxon inbounds in the corner to Beasley, who has not made a three yet tonight. Mid-range jump shot good from Malik Beasley. 97-89. Jazz down 8-11-18 to play. Had a beautiful third quarter. Still end up getting outscored by two. Here's Noel, not a particularly good shooter. Launches and misses the three. Alexander Walker rebounds. Alexander Walker throws ahead to Abaji at the rim. He catches, comes back down on the reverse side, reverse layup up and in. What an athletic move there. Pass was too short for an alley-oop, so he caught it and then in one motion put it up on the reverse side. 97-91, Jazz back within six. Here's Noel right side. Driving with the left hand in the lane, switching right to left, gets to the rim. No rim defense for the Jazz without Markin and or Kessler on the floor. Walker Kessler's having a mammoth game. Alexander Walker will take a quick three and hit. Nikhil shooting 39% on threes this year. Career high. 99-94. Jazz within 5-10-20 to play. Jazz, every game has been close, it seems like. Well, actually, every game has been close. Crazily enough. Let's see if we can get another one tonight. And a whistle off the ball.
What's the call? I don't know. It's an offensive foul on Minnesota in some capacity. So that must be on McDaniels. That would be his fifth foul. Wow, that's a Absolutely. big, that changed the yeah. game a little bit when he got his fourth. Wow. Their best defensive player, a long, lanky defensive player. Only 19 minutes. And now he's arguing a little extra with Curtis Blair. 19 and minutes fine tonight. He averages 31 a game. Chris Finch just got a technical foul. By the way, does it feel like every single one of our games has been within five points with five minutes to play recently? Without a doubt. 11 of our last 12 games have been within five with five to play. I need to ask Will. Yes. I think I know when you'll get that. <laughs> Yes, Rod. I'd like to know the criteria. Who shoots the technical fouls? Well, Malik Beasley did here, and the Jazz are back with him four. And he's one for two tonight. Here's Alexander Walker, who did not play in the first half. Driving on Knight, loses the dribble, recovers, throws a soft one-handed pass out of it, and turns it over. Push ahead to Noel. Noel driving on Beasley. Alexander Walker gets back nicely. Russell's open in the corner for a three-air ball that Habaji might have nicked it. Good closeout. Great hustle by Alexander Walker after the mistake. Sexton left side. Guarded by Russell. Calls for the Vanderbilt pick. High right hand dribble. Attached into the paint. Underhand scoop and a score. Colin Sexton. 19 points for Colin Sexton. I don't think he's hit a jumper. I can look in a second. 7 of 10 tonight. Maybe a mid-range in, in the paint, but I don't think he's hit one he's outside. He's not taking a three. No. He's a good three-point shooter, though. Noel will take another three. He's 28 percent of the season. Bricks this. Long rebound comes all the way out. Sexton taps it right to Noel. To Rivers in the corner is a good shooter. He hits. My goodness. That, that hurt. seems unfair. Jazz got a bad look they wanted. It was so bad that the rebound came out. And it gets ricocheted over to Rivers, who's a good shooter. Here's a Bozzi. Straight away three off a catch and shoot off a pin down. And he hits. That's new. We have not seen Ochai Abaji on that before. 102-100. Jazz. probably say I work on those every day in practice. What's well, we new see that workout, too. Here's Knight going to the rim. Fouled by Abaji. Lays it up and in. Colin Sexton and Jared Vanderbilt discussing their defensive schemes and how they miscommunicated. That's a conversation I would love to hear. And Knight, who has replaced Luca Garza, who, frankly, Walker Kessler was annihilating has come in and Nathan Knight has really given the Timberwolves a bounce. Knight has bounced around a little bit. He went to William and Mary, which Sean Sheldon of our staff also went to William and Mary. So, David, which William and Mary? Because I think there's... Oh, are there two? There's quite a few. You think they didn't both go to the same William and Mary? Here's Alexander Walker, hard drive on Russell with a left hand. Russell goes by, Alexander walks, steps through with the right and finishes. 104-102, it's another close one. How fun is this? 22-22 and 22 Wolves, Jazz 22-24. and 24. Knight takes a three, misses, rebound Vando. Outlet to Sexton. Colin at the front court, eight minutes to play. High pick and roll with Vando, they bring two to the ball. He flares to Beasley, bounces to Vando, double clutches, and finishes on the reverse side. Wow, Jared Vanderbilt with 11. 
the former Timberwolf having a big second half. Here's Noel in the lane. Pull up jumper, hits the rim and in. D'Angelo Russell's been quiet in the second half. Makes you almost nervous that he's lurking. 106-104, Minnesota by two. Sexton driving into the lane. Cross-court pass, turns it over. Right to Russell. Bad read, fast break. Blocked by Abaji, picked back up by Anderson and scores. You can't let these turnovers lose the ball game for you. Colin Sexton is so fabulous at what he does well. But he is making three or four plays a night that you simply cannot make that cost you points on the other side, and that was one of them right now. And that is the things the Jazz are working on him for decision-making to improve and develop and get better. Not anything offensive, because that game is so fabulous. But that pass right there was two points automatic for the other side. 108-104, 7.21 left here in the fourth quarter on Jazz Basketball. Blackouts may apply. I think it's all incumbent on us just to take time to learn about the history. Uh, I think the last couple of years have shown that if we're really trying to make positive change and equality for all and justice for all, we need to learn about the history, uh, the tough times, and, and the tough times that are ahead to really make sustainable change. So uh, I think it's been great in my three years here and going on my fourth to be able to spend time at the Civil Rights Museum, to spend time with you know city leaders uh, that are fighting for you know uh, equality for all. No better person to learn from than Martin Luther King Jr. It's there. Colin Sexton out. Mike Conley in. Mike Conley bounces to Vanderbilt for a dunk immediately. 108-106. Jazz down two. Seven minutes to play. Heading toward another clutch game. Right side, Noel. Russell's off the floor. So Edwards is the scorer now on the floor for Minnesota. He has an isolated left side. Swings it around the outside to Rivers. Drives on Conley. Great help. Defense knocks it away. It's loose on the ground. The shot clock's going to expire, and the Jazz get the basketball. That was the best defense on a string, they say, that I've seen the Jazz play in a long time. Then that ball moved. Everyone, no driving lanes ever appeared for anyone. Alexander Walker with Conley in the backcourt with Clarkson, Beasley, and Vanderbilt. Walker Kessler's played 25 minutes tonight and has not checked back in yet. Vando's having a monster fourth quarter right now. Beasley, one-hand pass to Conley. Drives on Reed, reverse side, left hand layup, good from Mike Conley. And the Jazz have tied it at 108 despite trailing by as many as 10 in the fourth quarter. 6.15 to play here in the fourth. Austin Rivers, top to Anderson, methodical point guard who makes plays. Back to Rivers, good catch and shoot, three-point shooter, he misses. Offensive rebound, Reed goes up, misses. Gets it back, puts it back on the end. Alexander Walker, 6'6". Six, six. Clarkson, 6'4". Beasley, 6'5". While Naz Reed at 6'11". And Vanderbilt had to, go out, had to go out and defend the perimeter, so that left Reed underneath the basket, being the tallest person underneath the basket. Kessler getting ready to check in as Beasley drives, swings the right hand out of the left hand drive, and it's an offensive foul. Walker Kessler comes in for Jared Vanderbilt. 15 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists for Jared. Most of that damage done here in the fourth quarter and in the and in the second half. He's been really good. Vanderbilt's fourth quarter. And the Jazz really undersized. That means Beasley's got to defend Reed. Alexander Walker has the assignment on Edwards, which is the one that matters. 
Kessler on a switch is out on Anderson. Left side, Edwards for three is good. A moment ago, Anthony Edwards became the youngest player in the history of the NBA to make 500 three-point shots. That's 501. 113-108, back up by five. Clarkson, 515 to play. Isolated on Rivers, a pretty good defensive player. Rivers fouls and Clarkson hits. A three. Have you seen it before? Seen it too many times. Rivers knows Clarkson. I mean, Rivers is a really smart player in the NBA. He knows he's trying not to do it, and yet he still did it. He just, that's a bad close, though. He closed from the left side to the right side. Like, you got to close, you can't the close across side. them. You, you close on the shooting side on that shooting line. Here's Clarkson. Free throw's good. And we're going to clutch time again, Jazz fans. Every night it seems, and every night it is. What a season of in 12th time in our last 13 games. Edwards driving on Walker. Alexander Walker. Top to Reed. Hands off to Rivers. Good help. Defense by the Jazz. Around to Edwards for a contested three, and he hits. I can't fault the defense there. That was pretty good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that defense. Anthony Edwards on catch-and-shoot threes is 42%. Kessler through the lane, lays it up and in on the give from Mike Conley, who's been just terrific distributing tonight. And Walker Kessler's notching career numbers tonight. High left, Kyle Anderson. Kicks to the wing to Reed. Pull-up 20-footer, excuse me, to Prince. Rebound, Kessler. Jazz down by four. 116-114. to play. Alexander Walker, left-hand drive, tough pass. Tries to wrap it around the defense to Kessler. Kessler never saw it coming. Turnover. Nice thought. Ochai checks in. Alexander Walker frustratedly checks out. At Walker Kessler, 16 points, 19 rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. Truck Robinson's going to be pleased when he grabs his 20th board here in a second. Out Here's Edwards. One-on-one on, one on the smaller Conley. Step back three. No good. Rebound. Beasley high up into traffic. Jazz down by two. 348 to play. Abaji pushing on the right side. Gets into the lane. Comes in. Scoops to his right hand and scores it. Oh, Chai Abaji, how do you do? We're tied at 116. 341 to play. Time out. Another great finish is right around the corner in Minneapolis. We're in, we're in clutch time. 341 to play. Tied at 116. Here's what to anticipate. For Minnesota in the clutch this year, Anthony Edwards has taken 39 shots. D'Angelo Russell's taken 22. So it's going to be the Anthony Edwards show. He shoots 39% from the field and 31% from three. For the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson's taken 70 shots, the most of anyone in the NBA. Lowry Markin's taken 40, but Lowry's not available. Kelly Olympic's taken the next most, but he's not available. So it's really the Jordan Clarkson show. Abaji has the assignment on Anthony Edwards. Welcome to the league, kid. Here's Kyle Anderson. Left side. Walker Kessler defending. Left wing Russell. Fouled by Beasley, and Russell will get two free throws. D'Angelo Russell has been a bugaboo for the Jazz. He has had great success over Mike Conley over the years. 
In fact, over the last four years, D'Angelo Russell, when guarded by Mike Conley, is 14 of 24 and 6 of 8 from 3. So the Jazz would like to avoid having Mike Conley guard D'Angelo Russell here if they can. Free throw by Russell is good. He had 30 in Minnesota's win in Salt Lake City against the Jets. And this is his first points of the second half. He's been quiet. At 17 in the first half. He's got 19 now. And Minnesota comes up too. Minnesota is 13 and 8 in clutch play. The Jazz are 13 and 18. But they've lost 15 of their last 20 in the clutch. Conley swings to the corner to Beasley. Good look three. Missed it. Rebound, tipped around, Kessler amongst four guys, comes up with it and lays it up and in. How did Walker Kessler just do that? He was in the midst of four white jerseys, kept it alive, powered it up and in, and scored it. His 20th board of the night. Ties it at 118, three to play. Edwards powering inside, ball fakes Kessler, steps by him and lays it up and in. Walker's got a hook in his cheek on that one. The life of living with a rookie. At one moment, brilliant. At the next, juked out of his shoes. Conley, left side to Abaji. Ball fakes a three. Drives the lane. Lays it up. No. Kessler tips it up and in. And Walker Kessler has his first ever career, 2020. And that's a new season, or it ties a season high of 20 points in a ball game. 120-120 on Kessler's 2020. The vision is clear of what his future is. Here's Edwards. Free throw line with Conley on his hip. Pushes to the corner. It's Russell for three. It's no good. Rebound battled. Kessler knocks it away from Reed and Conley has it. Tied at 120. 2-10 to play. Conley goes left side. Guarded by Rivers. Pick from Kessler. Back up top to Clarkson. Who's incredible in the clutch. To Beasley who's been really cold but he's not now. And the former Timberwolf buries the three on the right side. Give, give the Jazz their largest lead of the second half. 123-120 with two to play. Here's Edwards. Top to Anderson. Kessler lays off a little bit. Left wing to Russell. Guarded by Conley. Post to Reed. Back out to Anderson. Rotates Edwards. Back to Anderson. Left side Russell. Reed from the corner. No good. Rebound by Conley. 136 to play. He says Conley can't get up in the air anymore. I know who wants to win. Mike Conley's got seven boards tonight. Splits the double team. Kicks to Baji. To the rack. Fouled hard. He'll get two free throws. And Ochai Abaji will go to the line with the Jazz up three and 126 to play. Just didn't settle in the corner for a three-point shot. He made himself available going to the hole. Conley astutely finds him. These are the first clutch free throws of Ochai Abaji's career. Jazz closing with two rookies. Abaji acquired from the Donovan Mitchell trade. Walker Kessler acquired from the Rudy Gobert trade. First free throw, front rim. Back rim, glass, and net. Jazz 124-120. Jaden McDaniels comes in the game. That is late. They're playing without a center now. So Nas Reed goes out. They do not have a center on the floor. Kyle Anderson is going to play center. Abaji makes both free throws. He won the national title. As the Final Four's finest player for Kansas. 7-0 run. Jazz by 5. 125 to play. D'Angelo Russell. Top to Edwards. Nice play. Three ball. Short. Rebound. Anderson of the Timberwolves. Left corner. Rivers. Wide open three. Good. 
Kick out after the offensive rebound, always the toughest to guard. That was a big rebound there. 125-123. 1.08 to play, Jazz by two. Conley left side, guarded by Anderson. They're gonna switch everything. Conley gets it up top to Clarkson. Jordan shooting 46% the clutch this year. Rocks the baby back and forth, drives with the left hand into traffic, double clutches, and he steps out of bounds, turnover. 125-123, Jazz by two, 51.5 seconds to play. Timeout, Chris Finch. The clutch games, night in and night out. What incredible lessons and opportunities for these guys. And you can be a part of this excitement. Wednesday night, we play the Clippers. And tickets are available. Plus, Jazz fans, new camps and clinics are here. These clinics are designed for ages 7 through 17. We're focused on shooting, passing, and ball handling. Visit utahjazzcamps.com to register today. Jazz and the Clippers on the 18th. Jazz and the Nets on the 20th. Kyle Anderson, by the way, on that last rebound, which was so big, and then kick out to the wing, notched his 11th rebound and 10th assist of the game for his second triple-double of his career. 13 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. He has been a major part of what has driven the Timberwolves to winning six of their last seven. Tell you what, that rebound, I thought, probably would have won the ballgame for the Jazz. Yes. Walker Kessler has a 20-20. Think Malone ever had a 20-20 as a rookie? D'Angelo Russell will inbound. Jazz by two. Anderson turns the corner on Kessler. Kicks to Edwards. Runs into Kessler. Throws it back out to Rivers. Back to Edwards. Their leading scorer. 16 on the shot clock. Working Abaji. Jump stops in the lane. Passes to Rivers out of bounds. Abaji and Kessler for the defensive stop on the final, one of the final plays right there. 39 seconds to play. Can the Jazz go quick and go two for one here? Up by two. Conley comes off the Kessler pit, finds Abaji, slicing through the lane, passes out to Clarkson near side, he holds. 10 on the clock. Clarkson working Rivers. Drives the right hand, tough look, childhood friends. Clarkson misses. Rebound comes down to McDaniel. Left side, Russell. Jazz back defensively. Russell attacks. Beats Beasley, lays it up and in. 13.5 to play, and we're tied. Timeout, Will Harding. Earlier tonight, it was Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell sitting on the baseline together, catching up after years of being teammates. And this time with D'Angelo Russell now at full steam with a head bob right and a crossover left to beat Malik Beasley to tie it at 125. And you want the little stories. It was Austin Rivers, whose dad used to drive him to Jordan Clarkson's house and have Jordan Clarkson's dad detail Doc's cars while Austin and Jordan would go play in the rough neighborhood of San Antonio 
and Austin can tighten up his game. And now the two of them in the middle of the court going one-on-one late in the game. Still the plenty of stories in this league are just outstanding. 13.5 seconds in the ball game. The Jazz 3-0 in overtime. And they'll get a chance for the last shot or guarantee that there's an, an overtime Here last in the time, it was D'Angelo Russell who missed in regulation that took the game to overtime. And Rudy Gobert missed two free throws with 34 seconds left that gave the Jazz life in that game. And McDaniel checks back in. They're better defensive player. So McDaniel. And it looks like he's going to be on Beasley. Rivers is on Clarkson. Prince, who's 6'7", is on Conley. And Edwards is on Abaji. Abaji, the rookie, will inbound with 120, with 13.5 to play. Abaji, inbound, hesitant, gives it a pop to Kessler. Kessler to Clarkson. Jazz holding. 10 seconds left. Clarkson retreats out. Guarded by Rivers again. Between the legs twice. Right hand dribble, tripped and fouled. 4.2 seconds left. And Jordan Clarkson will go to the free throw line with a chance to give the Jazz the lead. Clutch free throws have not been great for Jordan Clarkson this year. But a chance now. Here's the first free throw. Tied at 125. 4.2 seconds left. He's perfect. Minnesota has a timeout left. Jazz have a timeout left. Jazz have a foul to give, though. Because the Jazz have a foul to give, you might not take your timeout if you're Minnesota. Here's Clarkson's second free throw, 126-125 Jazz. Big knee bend, high arc, missed it. Rebound Reed, push ahead to Prince. Finch calls a timeout. Jordan Clarkson's been great at a lot of things this year. Late game clutch free throws have not been one of them. He's made some big ones. He's missed some big ones. But he made seven straight in the win the other night. You thought he was going to do it again. Well, only three seconds. Oh, they put 3.9 seconds up now. So 3.9 seconds left. They've inbounded. They have plenty of time in the front court. And this is super hard to defend because you're defending both the two and the three right now. Just thinking, you're defending the, the whole court the only up by one. two the other night when the Jazz end up not getting a shot off. Right. Now they have 3.9 seconds. What kind of defense will the Jazz be able to put on Minnesota to make them shoot it? A low percentage shot from wherever, wherever they are on the floor. D'Angelo Russell has been one of the greatest clutch players in the league late in games over the years. And, boy, you can just, Will is just, man, he's trying to console Gotta Jordan keep, Clarkson. Keep him pushing Knowing forward. how big those free throws were, Jordan is, is struggling. The right. lineup for the Jazz. So Conley, Clarkson, Beasley, Abaji, and Kessler. No center on the floor for Minnesota. Anderson there will inbound. Right. Conley is going to guard D'Angelo Russell. Abaji had Edwards. 3.9 to play. Jazz 126, Minnesota 125. Hardy gets sparks out signals at midcourt. Clarkson lays off the inbounder trying to double Russell. 
Ball goes to Edwards. Dribbles to his right. Flips to the corner for three to win it. No! Jaden McDaniels in the right corner misses. And the Utah Jazz defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves 126-125. I knew Daniels was going to get the ball. And you wanted to tell me? I wanted to say it, you know, but just the way they were set up there, I just knew that bringing and putting him away and Kessler guarding him, that that was probably going to be the uh, the guy to get the shot off. What a ball Sorry, game. I didn't what a you, win. I didn't Come get you a window to share that thought beforehand. <laughs> what, what a win. Great win. Without Lowry Martin and without Kelly Olenek, the Jazz take a 2-1 season advantage to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they helped their draft position and win on the same night, but that was guaranteed no matter what. Well, unless they lost. They were help, they're helping their draft position as they have Minnesota's pick. And Ochai Abaji joins us now. Ochai, congratulations. That's a got to be a huge experience for you closing a game like that yeah yeah um you know just just late games um late game situations it's always good uh just a good learning experience for the squad uh take me through the free throws those were your first nba clutch free throws oh uh, really just you know i really didn't try to think too much about it just uh just step up to the line do what i do um you know that's uh thank my teammates for, for keeping me confident confident throughout the game uh it's just a long game but uh it's a good one how much is the final four and all that stuff help you in moments like this uh, i mean being in situations where you're only up by one you got to get a stop uh, i've been in that been in that moment before for the high stakes so so coming out here um you know it's just just kind of just reliving that um instilling that confidence within my teammates you got hot from three in your first few games but the plays tonight that jump out to me are the drives what are you seeing on those and what are you opening up as part of your game uh, really just really just you know reading reading the closeouts um you know teams see me as a as a three-point shooter especially from the corner they want to run me off so just playing off that being uh being smart and just making the right aggressive play and then how about what was it like defending anthony edwards um you know it's a, a good matchup um you know he's a, he's a really good player really crafty um can can score at all three levels so you just got to be focused and lock in on him you're the same age he is aren't you yeah same age so, so have I you mean, guys played together in like aau against each other uh not not before but um i have you know been in the same tournament as him okay all right so yeah are you having fun yet yeah i'm having fun i'm enjoying it <laughs> what was it like for you for the game for the 44 games where you 40 games where you didn't get to play where you were just working yeah. how did you stay with that um, you know, just, just uh, thank, you know, thanking my coaches and, and everybody else for keeping me, like I said, just keeping me confident through it all, um, knowing what I can do, knowing that I can go out there and, and produce, but uh, just waiting my turn, just being patient, um, learning a lot about that, and, um, you know, sitting here on the bench watching all those 40 games, I was learning a lot, too, um, about these situations. Last time we were here, we went to overtime, so just coming here and uh, trying to impact the game and close it out. You guys just closed with two rookies on the floor. Hey, my boy Walk, he, how many rebounds did he have? 20. 21. Yeah, he went 20-20 tonight. <laughs> uh, no, he had, he had 19, I think, no, in the his tip-in was 20. He had 20 points, 21 rebounds. His tip-in off of mine? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, so I gave him his 20. Right, yeah, so it's I, all you, actually. You know, I missed that on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, By the nah. way, somebody else had 17 tonight. <laughs> was it me? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You'll take that. I'll take that, yeah. Congratulations, you. you were great tonight. Appreciate Super, you. Be really proud of yourself. Super tough. Nice Thank chatting you. with you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, bud. Six Jazz players in double figures as the Jazz win it. 126-125. Holly's trying to dry off. <laughs> well, Holly Rowe got, got, well, 
I, I, never mind. I won't make that next comment. Yeah, well, they, um, Holly they threw Rowe water got, on Kessler. Uh, Walker Kessler. They yeah. should have. Walker Kessler had 20 points and 21 rebounds. Travis Henderson, the award-winning Emmy producer, just texted us like, any rookie ever 2020 in Jazz history? Like, I don't think Malone did it unless Truck, Robin, Truck Robinson wasn't a rookie with the Jazz, I don't think. I mean, that's got to be a new. I mean, how many NBA rookies have ever had a 2020? Well, you think back and, and your, your, your immediate thought goes where? Will Chamberlain. You know, I mean, any time. Every time it's something like that as far as rebounding and points are concerned. But that would be something great to find. And I would as point a rookie out, going into the, rookie, into the record books. Well, rookies have had 20 rebounds in a game. Isaiah Stewart did it recently. Mitchell Robinson, Carl Anthony Towns, Gorgie Zhang. Gorgie Zhang, actually, of the Minnesota Timberwolves on, on March 24th, March 20th of 2014, is the last rookie to have a 2020. It's interesting. It's not a list you want to be on. Dejon Blair was the next one out of 2020. Um, and he did it twice for the San Antonio Spurs. Tim Duncan had a 2020 as a rookie in 1998. Joe Smith, the former number one pick, did it as well. So the last player to have a rookie to have a 2020 was Gorgie Zhang for the Minnesota Timberwolves, ironically enough. So Minnesota's had the last two draft picks that have had 2020. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.